Hello and welcome to another edition of Ask Ben W, the video series where I get to tackle exactly one question as I walk from my parked car to my office in Denver Public Schools. Um, today's question is courtesy of um, a, a workshop that I have been attending. It's an eight-day workshop throughout this year on cognitive coaching and uh, we had day five yesterday, and um, it was, uh, the the morning was great. It was a review of, of uh, the first four days, and we talked a lot about um, reflection and um, planning and, uh, you know, what, uh, what great conversations look like, um, and just making sure that, that we're really solid on the, the process of, of mediating someone else's thinking. And then in the afternoon, um, we uh, pivoted a little bit to talk about um, essentially learning preferences or um, they were framed as uh, different styles that, uh, that a, an adult that you are coaching might have, uh, have preferences for. Um, and they're very much the typical auditory, kinesthetic, um, visual and then we went into some different uh, um, preferences for the way in which you process information and things like that and uh, I struggled so mightily uh, with this that it made me um, have to get up and leave uh, just a half hour early um, but I was I was struggling so mightily with the fact that this um, body of research has um, mostly if not entirely been debunked and that actually pigeonholing people into um, a particular style does more harm than good. Understanding who they are is always uh, you know a good idea and, and having them understand themselves is a is a really strong way of of approaching uh, problem resolution or um, the, you know the ways in which you want to be coached. And so the question, and this is a rather long uh, sort of way of getting there, but the question that I have is uh, when do you, what is your responsibility to speak up when what is happening in front of you or around you um, is maybe doing more harm than good, is doing something that, uh, that actually will cause um, cause poor outcomes for for teachers and leaders um, or has been you know sort of widely debunked uh, in in a lot of ways and so I yesterday did not uh, speak up I could have I could have um, you know referenced some of the the research that's been out there for at least the last half dozen years on uh, why this uh, sort of methodology of, of pigeonholing people into a specific style um, is detrimental for students and, and for adults. Um, and so I, I didn't. And, uh, and I guess one of the reasons why I didn't is, uh, is that I did not feel as though it was um, my place. And also the the conditions within the space were not 
um, we're not ripe for a debate. We're not ripe for, you know, sort of calling this into question because I, I believe very deeply in the, the ways in which um, mediated, mediated thinking and, and cognitive coaching actually do work. And so, you know, for, for me to pick apart just this one element and say, you know what, this doesn't work for me or this doesn't, you know, fit with, uh, what I know from research, which is other people's research. It's not my own research. Um, you know, and so I, I made the choice uh, to, I, I guess, vote with my feet uh, <laughs> um, rather than uh, rather than sort of speaking it up and, and, and changing it for, for others or calling it into question for others. And uh, I'm not sure that was the the right decision necessarily, but uh, I was able to justify it to myself okay, I guess. And uh, and I guess that the question lingers, you know, when when do I have a responsibility to, to speak up and to try and change minds or, or change uh, positions? And uh, I guess it, it does kind of boil down to, for me, is there is there an outcome that can be reached that would be better if I if I do speak up? Is there an outcome? And I guess, you know, obviously I don't know unless I try, but I do think that we can use our um, sort of our other ways of, of expressing uh, the, the ways in which we, I, I, I guess, ex express, you know, displeasure or <laughs> um, um, that we are actively questioning. And I think that this is one of those ways. Um, by actually recording and sharing your thinking and by actually coming up with a cogent uh, argument. I'm not sure that that's what this is, but coming up with some kind of... Uh, strong sense of, hey, I'm not sure that what we did was right. And I'm not sure that what we are doing is going to lead to the best, for the best um, outcomes for, for kids and adults. Um, and so based upon that, I guess my answer to the question is, when does it feel like you're responsible to, to the question of, you know, what is your responsibility for responding to things that are, are not in accordance with uh, what you know to be true, I think you have the responsibility to do so. You may not have the responsibility to do so in that moment, especially if you don't see the outcomes changing, but you do have a responsibility to respond. You have a responsibility to, in some way, comment on or call into question, or at the very least, um, make note, to notice things when they don't feel right, to notice things, um, and to, um, you know, encourage others to dig deeper and to do the same. So I guess that's my answer to the question. It's kind of a couple of different answers. But uh, if you have a question, uh, please do ask me using the hashtag AskBenW on Twitter, and uh, I would love to, to answer it. Uh, I hope you are having a very good teaching and learning day. Have a good one.